Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome back to the Emerald Office. Here today we are going uh, to talk about something that my clients have all been asking about. I've had a couple uh, sort of not yet clients ask me about it and it's really something that as entrepreneurs is very, very difficult to figure out by yourself, especially this time of year and that is, drum roll please, how to take vacation. You know, when you work at a traditional job, when you work in a company where there are other people, you have the opportunity to have, you know, you have a set number of vacation days and that's the downside. But the upside is there are other people who can make things happen in the company, right? When you own your own company, you don't have that luxury. You don't have a kind of set Uh, this is how you take vacation. This is what you have to get done before. This is what will get handed off to someone else. This is what uh, you'll have to do when you get back. You have to figure that out for yourself. And so this can lead a lot of entrepreneurs to just not take vacation, right? This This can lead a lot of people to not have the time built into their schedule or not to take the time or make the time in their schedule because they're worried about you know, are they going to lose money if they don't, if, if they leave and go take vacation? Are they going to get way behind? Are they going to um, maybe damage client relationships is a worry? Uh, and all of these things we don't, we don't want to be worried about, right? We don't want these things to prevent us from taking vacation because vacation is very, very important. And I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end. Um, but vacation is this opportunity, first of all, to really recharge and step away and, you know, maybe spend some time on self-care, maybe spend some time on relationship care if you don't have as much time for your family or your friends because of your business. And it is not something that we should be overlooking. So to start out, there are a couple things that you need to uh kind of some pre-work we need to cover before I can jump right into the vacation itself. These are these are things you need to work out sort of on paper and, and have a really good understanding of for your own business before we can talk about how they're going to be worked into a vacation plan. The first thing you need to know is what are your essential maintenance tasks? What are the things that have to be done to maintain current contracts or current clients? You know, this is the not disappearing entirely. This is the the things that you must be there for to honor your existing commitments. What are those existing commitments and how can they be adjusted or renegotiated? So for me, my existing ones are my existing clients, my existing members in Full Focus Entrepreneur. And for those people to maintain those, I have to go to client calls, right? If they don't get coaching from me, they're going to be mad about it. If I want to take vacation, I need to know which client calls can be moved, which client calls can I front load, which client calls can I take on a beach because I they're super easy. I need to have a really clear understanding of all of my essential maintenance tasks. The second type of thing you need to know is your essential growth tasks. So these are lead generation, sales, and nurturing people uh, into sales. 
these things must happen in order for you to bring on new clients. Depending on your business, you may rely on a consistent drip of new clients for income or you might exist more where current contract maintenance is where your revenue comes from. You need to know those proportions of revenue so that we can design a way forward for you. When you have your essential maintenance and your essential growth tasks sorted out, most of the things that are left are going to either be essential housekeeping. So like for me, that's, you know, bookkeeping and keeping up with my email and all of those little things. Or they're going to be part of ongoing projects. Ongoing and upcoming projects, things that you are working on all the time, you know, as you're building in the background, maybe a new program, maybe, uh, you know, something along those lines. Those are going to be probably something that you uh, remove from your from your day. The important thing you need to know about each of these categories of tasks is how much of them must happen or how long can you step away from that category of tasks. So for example, I can step away from my essential housekeeping tasks for like a whole month. Like I can catch up on a month's worth of business housekeeping stuff. Easy peasy. Growth tasks, I can usually step away from that for two or three weeks without, you know, taking a huge hit. Essential maintenance, that one is going to require, you know, and uh, maintaining those contracts is going to require weekly actions. These tasks are going to determine what type of vacation you're taking. So these are kind of the levels of engagement into your business that you are going to uh, kind of eliminate in order to have more free time to go on vacation. So, you know, this is our groundwork. Start out with knowing beforehand your essential maintenance, essential growth, essential housekeeping, and then everything else is probably going to be related to ongoing projects. So let's get right into vacation now. I'm going to divide vacation into three types of vacation. The first is just kind of reduced schedule that you might do for the whole summer if, say, you have kids in their home or you just want to spend more time on at the beach or whatever. The second type is I'm calling um, vacation in air quotes or the sort of I'll bring my laptop to Hawaii kind of vacation where you're going to maybe go see family or you're going to um, go somewhere fun. You might stay in a hotel, but you're still going to bring your laptop and work. You know, instead of working from home, you're working from somewhere fun. And then the third category is what I'm terming real true vacation where you can pretty much fully unplug where you can pretty much step back and completely recharge so we'll start out with the reduced schedule the first thing I want to make really really clear is that you do not have to announce unless you run a kind of brick and mortar office you don't need to announce different hours Particularly if you're working by appointment, you're just going to change the hours that you take appointments and nobody needs to know that you're no longer working on Fridays or that you come in at 10 a.m. every day now 
or that you, it doesn't matter what, you know, however you've changed your schedule, it's kind of nobody's business, right? Their business is the time that they're scheduled for and they don't need to, they don't need to hear about the rest of it. So there's no need to say like, I'll be taking reduced hours this summer. It's not, it's not anybody's business. And more importantly than that, um, that's something that there's sometimes a lot of anxiety about, like how will people react if they find out that I'm taking this time off? Or how will they, you know, will I appear less professional because I'm not going to work on Fridays during the summer? We don't have to worry about any of that because you just don't need to tell anybody. The second thing you're going to do is you're going to set a fixed schedule. And it's going to be fixed, but obviously there's flexibility. There's always flexibility. That's why we love owning our own businesses. But having a clear schedule for yourself and for your family, particularly if you're taking like a full like three and a half month summer of reduced schedule, you want to have a rhythm to your weeks. So go in to the summer with a decision about, okay, I'm going to work in the mornings and then I'm going to take the afternoons off. Or I'm going to work Monday through Thursday like it's normal and I'm going to take Friday off and have three-day weekends. Whatever it is, create some consistency around what this more fun-leaning schedule is for you. This is going to help you, first of all, to make sure you're managing your time the way you want to. If you're giving yourself absolute kind of willy-nilly freedom around your schedule, it can be really easy to to get frustrated because – you're not making the strides that you need to be making in business or you're not spending as much time with your family as you wanted to because you're not actually taking the time the way you think you are, right? You don't have a way to keep yourself accountable to how much you want to be doing for your business versus for your life. The second thing that it's going to do is it's going to help you with setting clear boundaries with your family and with your clients. And those are the next two things that are really important for a reduced schedule. Setting boundaries with family, particularly around this this new schedule, saying, hey kids, I'm in my office on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but you cannot bother me unless there's an emergency because I'm working. And then Thursday, Friday, you, me and dad and everybody, we're going to go to the beach. It's going to be great. We're going to have fun. But you, here are the times you can come to me for fun and here are the times that I'm working. Similarly with your spouse, um, depending on their schedule. Hey, I'm going to be working really hard in the morning so that I can relax all afternoon or I'm going to sleep in in the mornings and get things done in the evening. Whatever that is, having very clear uh, expectations around when you are available and when you are not. The flip side of that is that your clients need to know um, if there are any new boundaries. For my, for my business, I don't have any new boundaries that I have to set when I reduce my schedule because I already have very clear boundaries about when my clients are allowed to call me, under what circumstances they can email me, how often um, they can reach out or when I'm available for them to reach out. So those things are already in place. But if you don't have those in place, now is the time to do it. Now is the time to have really clear policies that your clients know exactly when, where, how they can contact you. So using the fixed schedule 
and setting those boundaries with family and clients is going to make the reduced schedule work over a longer period of time. The other thing that we're going to do, and this is something I'll talk in a members-only training later in the month about, is you can shrink your business into smaller containers. Anybody who's ever like stress cleaned their house in the two hours before their mother-in-law gets there knows that you will take as much time as you give yourself to complete a task. That's why college students can write papers the night before they're due, even though they've been there, you know, they've been assigned for six months. We can shrink the containers that we have to do things in our business, and that can actually make us more efficient because we'll get it done. We'll get the blog post written in the 30 minutes if we only have 30 minutes to write the blog post. That is really going to help you with a reduced schedule. Moving on to the second type of vacation. This is the air quotes vacation or the bring your laptop to Hawaii. Uh, This is going to have a lot of similarities to the reduced schedule. So I recommend similarly, you don't necessarily need to announce it. Uh, Sometimes people like to say like, oh, I'm coming to you live from a beach because that's the kind of lifestyle I can live. Uh, That's great. Go for it if you want that, if it's part of your brand. Boundaries with your family and with your clients are going to similarly be very, very helpful. And having a schedule as well. So creating a plan in advance for what you're going to do on this vacation, when you're going to work, when you're going to play, when you're going to do kind of hybrid, you know, sit on the beach with your laptop. Having that already mapped out will help you to set expectations with anybody who might be going with you on vacation. So if you can say, you know, this is my schedule. I'm going to work in the mornings well. You guys all go to the pool and then in the afternoons we're going to go sightseeing. Or, okay, the first day of vacation I'm doing this and then we're going to go to the zoo. The second day of vacation we're going to go to the beach in the morning and then I'm going to come back and work. Having that already clearly mapped out will help people who are around you who are vacationing with you know what to expect from you so that they're not constantly trying to engage you in the kind of play that's going on when you are trying to get work done. This can also be really nice because it eliminates the decision fatigue that can happen on vacations when you're not, you know, you don't go in with a clear plan. Having your whole week mapped out will mean that you don't have to make as many decisions. Like each morning when you wake up, you don't have to decide how much you're going to work or what you're going to do because you're going to do all that decision when you set a plan for the week. In order to create that plan for the week, you're going to need to know what level of essential you're getting done. So are you just doing essential housekeeping? Are you doing housekeeping and growth? Are you doing housekeeping and maintenance? I'm sorry, you probably won't be doing housekeeping unless you're going on a very long vacation or if you have a lot of housekeeping needs in your business. You're probably going to be doing maintenance. That's maintaining those current clients. And potentially you're going to be doing some growth activities. So for me, uh, this is pretty typical of a kind of working vacation is I'll be taking my client calls, which I really enjoy taking client calls on a beach. I don't know about you. And I might be doing some lead generation activities, like I might go to a few networking meetings. I might 
spend some time creating content that is going to generate leads, and I'll spend some time nurturing either through social media or through uh, direct reach out so that I have kind of things in the pipeline when I come back. But I'm not going to spend any time really on ongoing projects or on housekeeping. But that is the way things work in my business. For you, a working vacation might be just maintaining current client contracts because you have a lot of deliverables that you can be working on. It is totally dependent on you. You just have to decide what are those things that must get done in the time frame based on your essential activities. Finally, we come to the real honest-to-God vacation, the I left my laptop at home, the you, uh, you cannot reach me. Keep in mind, there are lots of people who are going to listen to this and they're going to say, oh, well, look at her. She can take real vacation, but she, she's the, she doesn't have a business like my business. In my business, I can't take vacation. And the first thing right out of the gate that I want to make very, very clear to you is that if you have put yourself in a position where your business can literally not function without you, that is a choice that you have made. That is part of the current design of your business. And that is not a, you know, non-negotiable, immovable object. That is something that you can redesign the way that your business is set up so that you can take vacation and I would recommend that you do. There is a little bit of setup involved in creating the potential to go on real vacation. Now, for some of us, we can simply clear a week of meetings and take that for real vacation. But if we're talking about a more prolonged approach where you can take a lot of vacation at once or vacation very, very frequently, uh, this becomes more and more important, these mechanisms that I'm going to talk about. Having mechanisms set up in your business so that things can happen without you for longer periods of time can be really, really freeing. And it's something that also frees you up even when you are working to be creating new things or new programs or new offerings. So set up some, I'm going to go through a couple mechanisms that you can set up to create basically passive income and passive lead generation because we need to have both, right? Passive income is great, but it really only works if you also have some kind of lead generation that happens independent of you showing up. The mechanisms I'm going to talk about are very broad and they can be applied in lots of different ways. That's work that we would have to do one-on-one, but here is the 10,000-foot look. The first type of mechanism that will help you in taking real vacation is to automate things. Anything that you can set up using something like Zapier or Integromat or, you know, many, many online softwares or, uh, you know, delegate to a human so that it keeps going regardless of if you are there, that's a great. That can be, an, particularly for lead generation, that is an awesome mechanism to have going for you. The second is batching and scheduling things. Whether that be batching and scheduling deliverables for clients. So for example, I batch and schedule all of the trainings for those people in my membership. 
or batching and scheduling some kind of lead generation. Social media is kind of the classic, but any type of content can be batched and scheduled except for live content. The third thing I mentioned a little bit already in automatic, which is anything that can be delegated. For me, I've delegated at this point pretty much all of my essential housekeeping is done by my assistant. Now, I do still have a little bit of things I have to pay her, which is not something I could delegate to her very easily. But there are very few things that I now have to do as essential housekeeping because I've delegated all of those things. And so that whole category is off of my plate. Setting up these three mechanisms is going to create a world where your business works without you or without you for long periods of time. It's never going to work entirely without you. The important thing for all passive income and passive lead generation is that you need to uncouple time and money in your mindset. We hear this time is money, time is money all the time and it's Quite simply, just not true. Time is money is not how sort of the, the, the higher echelons of business are working. That's how hourly employees are working, right? That's how McDonald's employees are working. Time is money. But for us, time is time and money is money. And they're not that related. Just like I could make $1,000 writing a 10-minute deliverable, and I could make $500 writing an 18-hour deliverable. These things are not, now first of all, I wouldn't recommend you do that, Uh, but these things are not intrinsically linked, and we tend to link them in our minds. If I spend a lot of time on something, then it will automatically make me lots of money is not necessarily true. If I don't have any time to spend on something, then then I can't make money. Is also not true. So working through the mindset shift that time does not equal money will really, really help you with this passive income. Regardless of how much passive income you have set up in your business, there real vacation is available to you. The first thing you're going to want to do is, again, looking at how you're going to take care of each level of those essential actions. A lot of times what we can end up doing is eliminating most of our essential actions and then finding ways to reschedule or front load our essential maintenance actions. So I might take extra client calls so that I could have a week of vacation. Figure out how you're going to distribute those tasks over your time and distribute those tasks over delegation. The second thing I want to touch on in terms of taking real vacation is that you should be honest about taking real vacation because it's a good sign. Most of us in our business, it is not a badge of honor to always be working. Like if you were going to hire a business coach and they never ever could take vacation, like that's not a very good sign, right? Their business only works If they never take vacation, that person can't help you create a balanced life and business. Similarly, you would never hire a financial planner who couldn't afford to go on vacation, right? That would be ridiculous. Why am I going to trust you with my money if you can't even afford to go to Hawaii for a week? 
Be honest about taking vacation because it will show to your clients and your customers and your workers that your business is stable and legitimate, right? If you do not have the ability to make your business work without you, that is not a good sign of, that is a bad sign for the health of your business. That is a sign that if something were to happen to you, your business would evaporate. And as a worker and as a client, that's not a reassuring thought. Real vacation is really, really important. I recommend that all of my clients take real vacation at least once a year, if not more. I tend to take at least one in the summer, usually one in the spring and one in the summer, and I always take one over Christmas. One thing I will say as a caveat about real vacation is if you really, really like what you're doing, you'll find that you don't do absolutely no work on vacation. But I want you to be very intentional about which work you choose to do on vacation. As far as I'm concerned, vacation time is for dreaming and scheming. This summer, I'm running two massive programs. One of them is the 90-day launch for new entrepreneurs, and one of them is the relaunch program that I'm running for entrepreneurs who've already been in business and have something that they need to infuse that launch energy, infuse that beginning of the year passion, kind of light a fire under their butts about. And for all of those people, I intentionally chose to run those programs over the summer. And if I could design everybody's life, I would have them take vacation during the program so that they could really dig into the ideating, the imagining, the brainstorming that can happen on vacation. Some of my best blog posts or ideas I came up with while I was on a walk, uh, you know, hiking in, in the woods on vacation or sitting on the beach or by the pool or with my family. Having good vacation time does not mean you can't think about your business at all. It does mean I don't want you to be in a position where you have to worry about your business. And I think that this is the issue that I see in a lot of entrepreneurs is they haven't set up the mechanisms that support their business without them checking in on every little thing. And so when they leave their business, they take the emotional baggage that they shouldn't have anyway and they haul that across Europe while they're while they're on a tour. They, they take that to the beach. They take that to the hotels and the relatives that they're visiting. And that's what makes you come back feeling more exhausted than when you left. If you don't have a really good stability within your business, where your business can exist semi-independent of you, it's never going to exist, you know, forever independent of you. If I die, currently my business would close. However, it would not cut off like it, you know, closed down the moment I died. There would be a transition for my clients of continuing to get resources, of helping them find, you know, my assistant would help them find their next business coach. There would be something going on, right? 
your business needs to be able to have you step away for a week or even a month without it completely imploding. And so setting that up, because it's part of having a solid, healthy business, is also going to set you up to be able to take vacation. People who take vacation and who take vacation where they're not worried about their business exploding, where they have the time to dream and scheme, where they have clear boundaries with their clients and with their family around what this vacation is going to look like, those people return from vacation relit with that fire. They've got dreams. They've got plans that they've been thinking about. They're replenished with energy. And they're much, much better at their jobs. Being able to take vacation as an entrepreneur is one of the great things that you can do for your business. In the same way that taking care of yourself, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, is a necessary prerequisite to being an effective leader and an effective business owner, Being able to take vacation is a requirement for sustained growth and enthusiasm and passion in your business. Vacations, when done well, can help prevent burnout and can be a source of really great ideas for your business. Not to mention the self-care and the relationship care that often we need to, you know, maybe play a little bit of catch up with. So I hope that this has been really helpful for you in figuring out if you can take vacation, how you can take vacation, and why you should take vacation. To recap, regardless of what type of vacation you are going to be taking, And you can design levels that are not my three examples of the types of vacation. You need to go in knowing what activities you're going to attempt to fulfill, what tasks, what essential areas of your business are you going to be working on. What boundaries and scheduling do you need to set so that you can be most effective at the work that you need to do. And the most relaxed and effective at the at the fun you can do. There are certain mechanisms that are going to make it easier for you to take vacation and these are the same mechanisms that are going to help you build passive income streams in your business and that are going to strengthen your business to work more independently of your every waking moment. Going into any kind of vacation, if you've got those clear expectations, if you've got a clear idea of what must happen while you're here, and you've got a really clear set of what fun things you're going to do, what relaxation you're going to do, what uh, enjoying your family you're going to do, all of that is going to help you create a vacation that doesn't screw up the rest of your life when you get back from Hawaii or wherever you go. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you all have lovely vacations this year. Thank you for spending your time with me, Elizabeth Tolis, here in the Emerald office. If you want to hear, watch, read, and learn more about entrepreneurship, focus, and living a life of impact, I invite you to check out Full Focus Entrepreneur where I coach small business owners to be more effective, more organized, more profitable, and more impactful. 
If you're interested in listening to more of me talking to myself and others, please check out The Emerald Office, where all the episodes for all of my podcasts can be found. Both The Emerald Office and Full Focus Entrepreneur, as well as my social media and the show notes, can be most easily found at elizabethtolis.com. And I want to especially thank Eric Tolis, who made the sweet backtrack you're listening to now, and Maria Carius, who made the beautiful artwork that graces this podcast's cover. A link to all of Maria's art can be found in the show notes.